25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them up the I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Friday! What up, (laughs) y'all? Here we are with you. Glad to be here, man. It's good to see you, hear you, all that jazz. Glad you're um, taking your normal seat here around the table, and we'll chat it up for a couple of hours. Live in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. Day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Would you be mine? It sounded like he just opened the beer. I heard that. I think it was, let's just assume it was like Diet Coke. How about that? It was a diet drink of some sort, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, growing up, you don't think about it. You know good and well that Mr. Rogers... You know, Belting them back after a long day. Now, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, how you feel on a Friday? You happy? I'm great. I'm great. And I, I just like to say that we're the first show uh, to actually start it at start time today. We're here, man. Yeah, we hear it. We hear when the intro rolls for our show. <laughs> Unlike some people of that studio up north. <laughs> oh, wow. What a term that is. What a term that is. I had I was going to give us a um, a round of applause. You know, I have all these different buttons with sounds, and I use them way too much. And I, I don't know if I've deleted the applause or if I just can't find it. But anyway, we don't get applause. We'll just uh, we'll assume people are giving us applause. a boy. I pulled up uh, Bo's show's old uh, buttons. Oh, yeah, you got them? He loves applause. <laughs> I like that. I like it. All right. Um, the show, as always, staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. I'll give you an example of how I depend on them. I have uh, my current phone that I'm using, an iPhone 8 Plus, and uh, an older one that I've kept. I didn't trade it in, an older iPhone. And this morning I was doing a morning devotion out on my back porch, and I had it streaming on Facebook and on Twitter. And both phones were connected to my internet at my house. And the internet went out right in the middle of it. So I just turned the internet off both phones and just used my ceasefire coverage LTE on both and streamed them both live at the same time. Devil can't get you down. Can't keep me down? I mean, come on. That ain't no hill for a stepper. <laughs> I never heard that Mass one. Mass communicating, man. Oh, man. Where's that sound bite? Hold on. Time out. It's on here somewhere. We're mass communicating. We ain't one at a time in here. We're mass communicating. Oh, yes. That's a powerful new force. Mm-hmm. Shake a leg, Junior. Shake a leg, Junior. I love that powerful new false. Powerful new false. <laughs> 
What a great movie. And don't ever tell me how to communicate or how to talk to my electorate. You don't tell your pappy how to court the electorate. Court the electorate. <laughs> Look, it's Friday. I'm happy about that. And uh, this show for two hours is going to be footloose and fancy free on a Friday. Is that enough alliteration for you? You can call me on the Divinity Equipment phone. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. They have some deals going on right now. I told you about this yesterday, but I want to remind you. Just uh, some examples of some deals they have going on. You know, their number one product line at Divini is Kubota, but they also have Red Max, and they've got some deals going on right now in Red Max. It's really cool. Commercial mowers... Starting at $51.99, get up to 20% off some of the models. The residential mower units, Red Max, which start at $28.99, you buy one, you're going to get a free commercial backpack blower. That's a $340 value when you take the mower home. So uh, they got some really cool deals going on right now at Divini. It's a good time to go, so go check them out. On the Divini phone, Jay... In Baltimore, Maryland. Jay, are you pumped for baseball today, man? I am so excited, Matt. I just cannot wait. Well, I I got some news here. Okay, so we got news yesterday, Jay, that JT Ginn starting this game today uh, instead of Ethan Small, which everybody likes that, you know, first-round pick guy. But they just tweeted out the lineup. Jay, did you see this? Um Number one, they are moving Westberg back into the two-hole. He spent a couple of games in uh, Hoover down in the lineup. They've moved Westberg back up to two, Rowdy Jordan back into the seven-hole. But McNamee is in the lineup today, batting cleanup as the DH, and Hatcher starting in right field, batting eighth. What do you think about that? I had not seen that, and I like it. I always wonder how these kids are going to react when they get moved around in the lineup. I thought it was a good idea uh, moving Westberg down. Um, so we'll see. I think that's great. Yeah. Look, I, I certainly saw yesterday that uh, Ginn's going to be pitching, and uh, it's pretty clear, in my opinion, that Coach Lamonis must listen to this show religiously. <laughs> and I think he said to himself, these armchair pitching coaches don't have a clue. Because <laughs> like you, I didn't even consider Ginn. Uh, but I think it's a brilliant move. Yeah, I, I do too, and I got to give credit. I think it was Bradley, who he's from your neck of the woods, Jay, and Clinton. He called. That's right. That's he called right. yesterday, and it's the first time on this show that anything was even brought up about the possibility that it could be JT Ginn. Because I spent a good week going, well, you know, we're assuming it's going to be Peyton Plumley if it's not Ethan Small, the starter. We never even discussed Ginn, and Bradley called yesterday, and he brought up again and the more we talked about it the more sense it made and it almost made me think Bradley maybe had some info because he nailed it and and look a a guy that throws really hard throws a lot of strikes has a 95 fastball against a team that really likes to run you know they that's one thing about Southern is they've stolen over 130 bases this year and so you know you wonder if he can keep them off balance enough and you know and also you know, be a guy that throws enough pitches that are easy to handle for Skelton where he can throw a runner out or two. Yeah. 
Well, certainly it goes with what my philosophy was in the whole time was take advantage of that number one seed. You still put your number one, uh, Ethan Small in, in the, in the second game. I, I think it's, I think it's brilliant. I'm really looking forward to the game today. I think it's a great well, decision. Me too. I, I think it's a great decision too. I mean, I just, Jay, you know, now knowing everything and think about this, what a luxury. How many, I mean, think about the fact that you have the SEC pitcher of the year. He's up for the National Pitcher of the Year Award. I think it's the first time State's ever had that. And at this point in the year, Ethan Small, and you're not going to pitch him in favor of the SEC (laughs) Freshman of the Year who was a first-round draft pick. Think about what a luxury that is. That is such a good problem to have. No doubt. No doubt. Well, hey, I appreciate you starting me off today on the phone. It's always good to hear from you. Yeah, well, listen, I wanted the one thing I wanted to, I was calling about, I think it's pretty clear that uh, I'm a Clinton, Mississippi boy, a big mm-hmm. diehard Bulldog. But the reason I'm calling, I really wanted to send a shout-out to the University of Connecticut baseball team today because they're actually going to be taking on the Nebraska Cornhuskers in the Oklahoma State Regional, actually the same time as our Bulldogs are playing. Okay. But yesterday I was in Providence Airport. I found myself, I guess by coincidence, maybe a little luck, sitting next to the Huskies' volunteer assistant coach. Really? Let me tell you, I was like a kid in a candy <laughs> store. I talked to this gentleman for about 20 minutes. We talked about Coach Lamonis, the new dude, the amazing fan base at, at MSU. You know, We talked about the challenges of recruiting at UConn and dealing with the weather as a Northeast team. Heck, I even asked him who he would pitch if he, had the, if he was the number one seed. Uh, but really – the most compelling part of our discussion was the fact that he was, you know, an unpaid assistant mm-hmm. working all these hours. The fact that he's a full-time uh, teacher at the local high school, has three kids and a wife, and he says he couldn't do it without them. You know, after all that conversation, I looked at him and I said, and I asked him what I thought was the obvious question. I said, you know, why? Why, why are you doing this? And you know what? He smiled, he looked at me, and he simply said, for the love of the game. Yeah. How about that? Well, it's really cool that you had that experience because that's a topic that everybody's talking about right now. After it got it, I mean, after that proposal got voted down, you know that um, you know the the adding a third assistant, so you're basically going to take your volunteers and then make them full time employees and pay them. Uh, it got right. voted down, you know. So that's they were talking about that in Starkville yesterday at the press conference there. So that's a topic that's not going away uh, anytime soon. Hey, and speaking of Connecticut. I noticed this uh, in Fayetteville, in that Fayetteville regional, uh, Arkansas today, they're playing against the four seed uh, who is Central Connecticut State. How about the state of Connecticut with two teams in the uh, NCAA baseball tournament? That's pretty cool. And I'd never even heard of Central Connecticut State before, but there they are as a four seed in Fayetteville. Yeah, that's impressive. It's impressive, and one of the challenges that we talked about was the whole weather. He said they had yeah. to travel the entire early non-conference season, so it's a real challenge. So, look, this is a so again, big shout out to Connecticut and Coach Dez, as his players call him and as he's known. Uh, good luck to those guys, and go Bulldogs! There you go. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate the call, man. Thank and uh, we'll talk again soon. All right, uh, continuing. I think I still yeah, Divinity Equipment phone. It's not Terry and Wayne, it's Wayne and Terry. What's up, Wayne? Oh, man, nothing much. Getting ready to watch old Bulldog here a little later. Attaboy. Well, I got a question. I was, I got that direct TV now, and I was watching the 
the SEC tournament, you know, on the uh, SEC network. Yes. And my and, and the dead gum sound wasn't matching up with what was going on. It was about ten seconds behind what was going on. You know, playing on the field. Uh-huh. And I don't know if it was just that direct TV now, or they were having a problem at the SEC network. Okay. And it was just that. This was during the ba- this this was during the baseball conference tournament. You're saying? Yes, that's huh. correct. That's weird. I mean, I don't I mean, know. I don't know. You know, I don't know if it was something to do with the, you know, with me just getting it off, of, you know, off my, you know, you know, kind of getting it off at direct TV. Now that was just aggravating, you know. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> well, know, it's a good I excuse to um, uh, when that happens. It's a good excuse to mute the television and. You know, yeah, just just turn on the radio. That's it. You know. Yeah, I might have to do that. And another question: The Monus, did he have somebody? His dad lived close to Spader. Oh, yes, I heard that. Yeah. And yes. I somebody asked me that the other day, and I couldn't remember what I what it was. I should know the exact details, Wayne, but there's something like that. I, he either yeah, he, was, he either spent some time there as a kid because his dad was like working. At the school or yeah. coaching at the school or something like that. Yeah, I told somebody that I couldn't remember what it was, but I hadn't heard that. But I said I yeah. know it. I know, Coach. You know when y'all went, I heard it on one of y'all shows. You know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I was just curious about that. I'm gonna have to do that. Like I said, go give me some. Like I said, I mean that was aggravating. Though. And I thought <laughs> those two guys that was the two guys that was doing the doing the show. Mm-hmm. I thought, God, I said, dang, it looked like something out of it. They wanted to argue up in that front <laughs> I mean, they were kind of contradicting each other. Hey, look at here. <laughs> um, it must have, maybe it was a direct TV thing. We just got a text on the text line, Wayne, uh, from someone that said he's not the only one either. He said it happened to his TV also last week, and he's a direct TV customer. So that must have been what it was. Well, I, well, it might have, you know, I don't know, you know, but it was just a, you know, I, you know, it may be with that being that direct TV now. You know, it's yeah. not the, you know, it, but in, you know, I don't have the satellite. I got rid of it. Just went to that. That's, that's more like directly TV. We're going to get to the sound directly. Directly. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's we it. all have a good run. All right, man. You what too. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna... All right. Bye bye. See you. As Wayne, listening and calling from Terry. If you want to be like those guys, love to hear from you today on this kind of a free for all Friday. Call in, let it rip. On the Divinity Equipment phone, it's 995-1059. 995-1059. That is a 601 area code. You want to text the show, the text line's up and running, 885-ESPN. 885-ESPN. If you need the number, here it is. 885-3776. So, regional play begins all over today. Mississippi State versus Southern. They will throw out first pitch at noon here at uh, Duty Noble Field. Then you've got um, Southern Miss versus Arizona. I like to say it like that because of the song, that George Strait song, Oceanfront Property. And then he goes in Arizona. <laughs> What's he rhyming with? He doesn't rhyme with anything. Oh. And then he just says, and from my front porch, we can see the sea. Yeah. That's why he resides in Tennessee. 
Yeah, that's a different song. All my exes yes. live in Texas. Oh, okay, okay, different. I've merged my George Straits. He goes, and if you'll buy that, I'll throw the Golden Gate in free. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Southern Miss versus Arizona State. The three versus the two. That's a noon start, Central Time. You can watch it online. It's not on television, but you can watch it online somewhere at uh, the Watch ESPN app or ESPN3 or whatever you want to call it. I think they're still calling it ESPN3, but you know, I don't know how, for how much longer. And then Ole Miss, the one seed versus the four Jacksonville State, they chose the night game. They have put it at a 7 p.m. start uh, tonight. They're in Oxford at Swayze Field. Ole Miss versus Jacksonville State. The first game in the Oxford Regional, they will throw out first pitch at 3 p.m. Uh, Central Time. So everything's a little later for the Oxford Regional. How many states have two regionals going on? All right. Um, in terms of host sites, let's look. you got obviously two in Mississippi. I know you've got – let's see, you got one in California – and that is no, you got two in California. That's UCLA and Stanford. Okay, Louisville's hosting in Kentucky. You got one at Oregon State, so up there. Oklahoma State's hosting. Uh, Texas Tech, Arkansas, Louisiana, which is Baton Rouge. You got two in Georgia. Okay, so Georgia is hosting in Athens, and Georgia Tech is hosting in Atlanta. You got North Carolina, and let's see, you got. Greenville, North Carolina for East Carolina, right? Isn't it's not East Carolina is not in Greenville, South Carolina. They're in Greenville, North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. All right. And so West Virginia is hosting in Vanderbilt. So the the two regional states are Mississippi, North Carolina, and Georgia. Those are your two regional states. California, didn't you say? And California, the dog gone. I got to put them in there. Eight, I forgot. Eighteen times bigger than the rest of us. Mm-hmm. So you kind of. That's right. Well, I mean, that's it. And and per, so that's another thing too. I'm, I just think that means that 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 tells you how how lucky we are with baseball here. You know, good. I mean, no question. <laughs> how lucky we are as fans. Uh, no question, Roger. When you think about it, you can drive to two of them. I mean, it, it's like we don't even have to say per capita. There will be more fans attending baseball games today in the state of Mississippi than any other state in the country. And Georgia has two regionals going on. California has two, and North Carolina has two. There will be twice as many people attending college baseball in Mississippi than anywhere else today, period. End of story. And then if 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 we do go per capita, then it's just astronomical what the state of Mississippi does in terms of prepare of of supporting college baseball. You know, you're in a state with just a hair under three million people total. Not to mention your two cities or campuses that are hosting college baseball today are about ninety miles apart in the northern part of the state. But they will have. Twelve to 13,000 people at the Ole Miss game tonight. And because it's a noon game instead of tonight, you're going to have probably nine or 10,000 people at the state game in the middle of the day. 
And, and nowhere else in a country will even come close uh, to those combined numbers now. And I know nobody wants to combine them. LSU and Baton Rouge, they're going to have 15,000 people at their game. They play tonight at 6 o'clock hosting. Okay, so. But LSU is the only thing going in the state of Louisiana. <laughs> that's it. It's LSU and that's it. And they all pour in there. You look at the support. And, and it's like, go back to opening weekend for college baseball in Mississippi. What'd you have? 9,000 people, 10,000 at Ole Miss, another 10,000 at State, and about 5,000 people in the ballpark at Southern Miss. 25,000 people buying tickets, attending college baseball on the opening weekend. Not, not May, not June, no, February. In a state with less than three million people, it, when, you it's, combi- when, when you combine those attendances, that's that's more than half of the average attendance at a major league park. In. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And and you know what's crazy about that too, Roger, is Major League Baseball would not draw that in this state. <laughs> the colleges are the ones that move the needle here. It's just the way it is. <laughs> um. Today's going to be a fun countdown when we get to it a little bit later on our continuing countdown of 100 teams leading up to the start of the college football season on August the 31st. So we'll continue that. We've got an SEC team in there today, teams number 92 and number 91, but also more baseball coming. I'll get your texts and your phone calls as we go forward. Just wide open, free for all Friday. Whatever you want to talk about is cool with me. And we'll continue that next here in the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. here getting tweets from people listening to this show, Roger, as we speak, sitting on the berm up the right field line right now, this very minute at Duty Noble Field in Starkville. Guess they got the grills heated up. Bulldog Neil. He is on Twitter. He's on my Twitter feed there at Godfather Cigars. Look him up. Well, I'm. It's look at my Twitter feed at Radio Wyatt. He's sitting right there, listening to the show. I'm sure streaming it online on his headphones, and uh, getting ready for baseball. It's supposed to be really nice weather today. I, you know, I don't know what the humidity humidity will determine how hot it feels, really. But the, in terms of temperature, a little bit of a they were saying a breeze coming out of the northwest going to cool it down, keep it below 90 today. The high that's that's doable, isn't it? On May the 31st. Welcome in. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team. And I'm staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired, where you can go right now. Trade in that old phone at C Spire and get the new Google Pixel 3. Again, I will say, I have been watching reviews. The camera on the Google Pixel 3 is supposed to be phenomenal. According to... A lot of the re- reviews and stuff you see, it really is great. And I so want to get my hands on it. 
can't have everything. You sure can't. What you can have, though, is a mouthful to talk about on the text line. Lots of folks texting in. Probably via C Spire. I'm getting it via C Spire. Let's just call it the C Spire text line. Here is the number, 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN, or 885-3776. So, um, Sean earlier texted in and said, maybe DirecTV is not so direct. (laughs) Good one. Now, Jonathan on the text line says, Matt, that dogpile interview with Jake was awesome, meaning Jake Gotro. He wanted to say great job to Brett Hudson. Any chance he's still going to be wearing maroon and white this time next month? That's from Jonathan. Yeah, I I think that you you never know, Jonathan, but I think Jake Gotro, assistant coach, hitting coach, recruiting coordinator, Mississippi State, probably is there another year, another two, until he can parlay that directly into that big job coming up, whether it's, you know, SEC, ACC, whatever it is. So I I think you're probably looking at a scenario where he's he's, he's not going to go from state, go take a a job somewhere, um, and you know at a smaller school or smaller conference and get trapped there, and then have to make his way back through. I I really believe with with the job that he's doing, the recognition that he's getting as an assistant coach. He's at a point in his career where he can parlay where he is now into that Power 5 head coaching job in baseball. And I I think that's what's next for him. I could be wrong, but that's what I think. What this is all from, if you're tuning in, you're like, what led to this? I really do encourage you. It's not me just promoting some content um, just for the heck of it. I, I really do encourage you. If you're a baseball person, if you're a fan, But especially if you are a coach of a little league team, a young 9, 10, 11-year-old travel team, if you're a parent of a little leaguer, a young player, if you're a baseball person somehow, especially around younger people, listen to the podcast, an interview with Jake Gotro, the hitting coach, assistant coach, recruiting coordinator, Mississippi State, it's called the the podcast is called Dogpile. Brett Hudson and I normally do it together in this case, but sometimes he does it on his own. And yesterday on his own, he interviewed one on one a long interview with Jake Gotro. We got it uploaded yesterday afternoon. So wherever you get a podcast, look for Dogpile and subscribe to it. iTunes, Google, all that. It's on my Twitter feed. If you scroll down through there, I'm Radio Wyatt. You can also go to mattwyattmedia.com and um get a link right there to it. I really encourage you. Again, I can't say it enough. If you are a parent of a young baseball player and you're involved and you're coaching them, if you're coaching young players, there's some stuff towards the beginning, not the specific stuff, not technique stuff. No, we're talking philosophy stuff that he talked about as a coach, the way he approaches it, that you need to hear it. You need to know it. So go listen to that. Louvier. On the text line, says the LSU tailgate started yesterday. <laughs> I'm sure it did. 
I am certain that it did start yesterday. They didn't wait till today, did they? Uh, a text here that says, I missed the early 2000s when Tulane was a force. And both those programs were humming, talking about them and LSU, no doubt. Went to the 2001 Super Regional between those two teams at Zephyr Stadium. It was epic. Boy, I bet it was. And then Will texted in, wanted to know if I think Southern Miss has the pitching depth to advance to the Super Regionals. I mean, this game today is so, so important. Who do they have on the mound? Walker Powell? I mean, he's kind of their guy, right? But you got Stevie Powers, who's a starter for you on the weekend. Shepard, he started seven games this year on the mound for Southern Miss, has made a few other appearances. But, you know, because, you know, I don't know that I wouldn't describe Southern Miss as a team that lacks pitching depth. It's just a matter of what kind of outings do you get from these guys that have pitched so many innings and made all these appearances for you throughout the year. Keys and Tweedy and those guys out of the bullpen. Hunter, uh, Hunter Stanley. I just And he's been great. I, I think they do. But this one today against uh, Arizona State, that's uh, this first game. Because that is, they are bombers. Arizona State, <laughs> they are bombers. Lead the country in home runs. Hey, congrats on winning your conference tournament, Southern Miss. Uh, now head on down to Baton Rouge for the regional. Oh, oh, and by the way, you get to start off with Arizona State, who's at 92 home runs this year as a team. <laughs> it is a tough draw. That's a tough regional. Okay. Back over here to the Divini Equipment phone. Divini phone. JB, on the horn. What's up, John? Man, you know, Matt, you are the best. <laughs> you, you make me smile every morning. And and you and Roger, y'all, y'all just have a way of uh, batting off one another. It's kind of like a good uh, pitch and catcher thing going on there, you know? <laughs> pitch and close. That's what we are, like a good sales team. Pitch and close, John. Well, you know, man, like trying to sell a house, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got it in the pipeline, you got to get rid of it. Well, I must I be close. If, if it's pitching clothes, I must be closed because I'm the one drinking the coffee, and I've always heard that coffee is for closers. Well, it, coffee is for those that want to stay awake for a long time. <laughs> That's exactly Maybe right. Maybe a 17-inning game. You know? Exactly. And, and, and Matt, I, your wisdom exponentially is greater than your age. Because the other day when I was sharing the five love languages with you, and you, you said, the best love language is silence. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean I'm not that. I'm not queen like that, huh? <laughs> well, you look, know? that but, comes from, well, I'm not going to say experience. I, I will say I saw a, um, a great stand-up routine one time, John, from this Irish comedian. And he yeah. said, you Americans give people a cake for their birthday. He goes... Why don't you give a man what he really wants for his birthday and just leave him the heck alone for a couple of days? You know? <laughs> I hear you. Well, look, man, it, 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 it's very extraordinary that, that you're able to uh, translate that into what we, we understand because it makes Jake even sound smarter when he's <laughs> on the LSU. Uh, so, I appreciate so that. Hey, JB, hold on for me. Music's going to cut you off. Hang, hang tight. We'll get to it in just a sec. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Y'all stick around. We'll be right back. 
most people like Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Sorry there, I needed to pause. I was just texting my wife to tell my daughter good luck at the dentist and that I love her. Big time dentist visit. Orthodontics, not dentist, orthodontics this morning. Big time visit coming up, Roger. Wow. Big time when you pay. Big time visit, Roger. Put me on the prayer list, Roger. They're not pulling anything, are they? No. They're putting stuff in there. Oh, wow. That's going to be. Hey, if we need to. Um... You're going to build somebody's house. <laughs> hey, look. If y'all got any extra things need to be done around the station, Roger. Washing <laughs> dishes. Hey, I'll wash your car. Maybe we have some ball games you can run the board. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next week you're gonna, will be irritated. You're gonna be driving to work next week on Pear Orchard, stop at a red light. I'm gonna be there with a roll of paper towels and a squirt bottle washing windshields. Hey, I, you need to be up on the county line though. County line. Oh, that's where fifty five. That's where the traffic is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I want to make some extra money, but I don't want to get run over. You know. Well, you have to. You, I'd be more worried about the four other guys that staked those corners out. JB has hung on patiently. I, uh, JB on the Divinity Equipment phone. John, I just didn't want the music to cut you off mid-sentence. So, so no, that's fine, man. I appreciate it, man. So uh, as they say, let her rip, Tater Chip. <laughs> well, uh, my 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 thing that I found out this week that has been amazing is that you remember the Kevin Costner movie for the love of the game, right? Yes. And if, mm-hmm. and if I'm being redundant. Um, I heard somebody say this week, and I, I looked it up to check it out, but Chris Lamonis was the third baseman for those games when uh, Costner was on the mound and his character. Wait a minute, time out. Hold on a second. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. You're saying, Chris Lamonis. <laughs> yeah. You're saying that Chris Lamonis, the head coach at State, played the role of the third baseman? That's correct. That's correct. Why didn't we know that until now? How did you find that out? Well, uh, Blake and and and, uh, and Jackson were talking about it. I think maybe one day last week. Okay. And uh, and I looked it up, and for for sure thing, he was. Uh, I want to say he was still in school, um, or he may have been coaching up up in in New York City in that area for a while when they were doing the filming, and somehow he, he yeah he got chosen as one of the extras and played third base. Wow. Yeah, he's got his own IMDb page. What? Come <laughs> on. Are you serious? Yeah, for the love of the game. <laughs> I watched that movie one time, okay? One time in yeah, my life I watched it. Man. And, and clear the cl- mechanism, Clear the mechanism. <laughs> Remember that whole thing? The movie, beca- I'll be honest with you. Uh, John, I saw the movie at a time in my life when the last thing I wanted to see at that time was more male-female drama. Okay, <laughs> and That's so it, that was that before you got married. <laughs> yes. Okay. The need for any extra completely went away. Exactly. Okay. I, I'm I'm serious, and I'm not saying this 
for for you know any it's a flat out truth getting married to Annabeth over 10 years ago now just a little over 10 years it's the best thing that has ever happened to me like from a just a peace of mind and a stress level because it's just been awesome but like before that like it's been good for your taste in movies well maybe <laughs> that too but I'm just I watched it at a time when the last thing I wanted to see was drama male female so that part of the movie kind of turned me off so I only yeah, watched yeah. it one time I've never gone back and watched it again and now you really got me curious because um, well it'll be it'll be fun for you and homecoming queen to, to curl up on the couch while your daughter's eating crystals because her teeth are sore and uh, and watch for <laughs> love of the game for love of the game hey I will tell you though now we're, we're not going to do that I'll just go ahead and say it but we will watch The Sandlot. My seven-year-old daughter loves that movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, look, I got to say this because people give me a hard time because they think I stole this from you, but I've been doing it for a long time. But but you do it as good as anybody. Matt, have a great weekend. Go dogs. See ya. Atta <laughs> boy. <laughs> He's out. See ya. Yeah. I don't even know where that started. I've been doing that for years. A very emphatic goodbye. See ya. <laughs> So appreciate the call. I, that piece of trivia has knocked me back just a little bit. Yeah, sure has. Like I did not know that. Thank you, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Ed McMahon. Well, Chris does go around uh, broadcasting it, I guess. It's, by the way, he's got one line on his page. Is that it? It's just one Chris on there. Chris is an actor known for the love of the game. <laughs> Like, I'm looking at his bio on the Mississippi State site, and they don't even have it on there. You got to have that on there, don't you? They don't They don't have it on there. I just think that means he's got his head screwed on, right? Yeah. All right. Chris Lamonis played college baseball at the Citadel. A 1992 graduate of the Citadel. Lamonis added a 1990 appearance in the College World Series as a student athlete for the Citadel. Um, yeah. And I'm looking here, too. Okay. He was a two-time All-Southern Conference player. He led the Citadel in home runs three times. His senior year... He batted 367 with 19 doubles, 52 RBIs, and 10 home runs. Have that right? No, no, he scored 52 runs and drove in 66. Anyway, we're going way back. It's kind of neither here nor there. But if I'm looking at this, what, 23 home runs in his last two years? Gracious. So that means he hit 13, and then he turned around and hit 10 the next year. So he was good in college. And took the Citadel to the College World Series. As a coach, 15 postseason appearances in three stops. Five as an assistant at the Citadel as an alma mater. Uh, seven during his time as an assistant at Louisville. And then three as the head coach of Indiana. So being in the postseason, in this scenario anyway, you're just talking about the regional, is nothing new to Chris Lamonas. And stood out on a baseball field with Kevin Costner. I'll be dad gum. 
Chris Lamonis Baseball. He was on the 95 U.S. Pan Am team. Cast as the third baseman in major motion picture for Love of the Game starring Kevin Costner. Ha! That'd be dadgum. That is really cool. I just want to see that clip now. I'll just put it up on YouTube. I don't have to watch the whole movie. All right. You want to be a part of the show? You can be on the Divinity Equipment phone, 995-1059. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. They are the oldest... I'm sorry. I got it. They're the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S. Um, They've been doing it better longer than anybody else. Hey, if I'm looking at the text, Roger, from Kevin, is it the same Chris Lamonis? He says it's not. It can't be. And he's in the uh, he's in the biz, so to speak. This Kevin. See, this is a different Chris Lamonis, because the because all right, Kevin. What Kevin sent? That's Chris Lamonis baseball. This is somebody who played with the Tigers for five years and the Marlins and the Pirates and the Diamondbacks. This is what we get for getting our information from Blake. <laughs> this Chris Lamonis was a member of the 2012 World Cup team. And that Chris Lamonis was the third baseman of the motion picture for Love of the Game with Kevin Costner. Not Chris we La- got it straightened out. Not Chris Lamonis, the coach of at State. JB. Dad Gummit. Dad Gummit. Bozio have to straighten those guys out over there. Put that bad intel out there. I tell you what. This is going to have to wad this whole segment up and throw it away. <laughs> Not any of it is factual. Just throw it away. <laughs> All right. Knock him out, John. For the dadgum record. For the record, we have now realized none of this is true. Chris Lamonis, the head coach at State, did not act as the third baseman in For Love of the Game. It was a different Chris Lamonis. Same name, different guy. Wait, somebody... Somebody doesn't appreciate JB's contributions to the show there. Yeah, I saw that. What? <laughs> look at this. <laughs> the picture is. Okay, but look. All right. This was right about the time that JB came on the show. Somebody texted in on the text line and said, not sure who JB is, but he's definitely the deadliest, most consistent show killer on this radio station. And after and after all this happened and we realized the information really was not r- accurate, the, the texter has just texted back and said, told you. Wait, is that Bo's number? <laughs> oh, see, this is why I love the show on Fridays more than anything else. <laughs> it's just because. It evolves over time. It may be a comedy or it may be a comedy of errors. That's good. That's good. <laughs> One or the other. Hour two coming up. We'll try to figure out who the other Chris Lamonis is. Nah, we'll just drop it. Moving on. Y'all stick around. Well, just shoot up in here amongst us. One of us got to have some relief. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.